Awesome. So we are live. Welcome, everyone, to our Horizon Weekly Insider number 125. Today is Monday, February 28th of 2022. As usual, we are live here on Discord and YouTube. And thank you, everybody, for joining us here. So please be aware that we are recording this call. You can also check it out later in our Horizon podcast and other different channels. Also, please remember to ask your questions on Menti for the team, because we are going to be answering the top three questions at the end. Let's kick it off right away with our first update, and this is coming from the engineering department. I'll welcome Alberto. Thank you, Angie. And let's see uh, what we have for today. So let's start from uh, Zendu, as usual. And okay, we are in preparation of the upcoming release uh, where we have already finished almost all the final uh, code reviews of the various announcements uh, to be included in the next version. Uh, a few change requests were raised, uh, but those have been uh, already addressed and another iteration of final review was performed. Uh, right now, only uh, a couple of pull requests are left, and uh, the first level of review of such pull requests was just finished, so uh, the final code review will be done in the next few days. Then, something else on which we are uh, currently uh, brainstorming are some possible uh, model improvements related to the Zundu itself, but we are also working on the sidechain-to-sidechain protocol transfer. Let's say uh, we have some tokens that are created in a sidechain and we want to use these tokens in another sidechain. Let's say, for example, in the tokenization platform, we are issuing tokens and then we want to use them in another sidechain where there is an EVM. No? So uh, the idea here is to have a protocol that is able to transfer the token between these sidechains and, and, uh, and so to have the interoperability within the uh, Zen ecosystem. So uh, uh, we started brainstorming on that. And uh, uh, the curious thing is that uh, uh, during this brainstorming phase where, I mean, uh, there, are, uh, there is a, uh, let me say, a viable option for implementing this, uh, this uh, uh, protocol. I mean, uh, some other ideas, uh, I mean, related, I mean, uh, taken from these uh, could be also applied for Zendu to improve, for improving, let me say, um, Block occupation and uh, and uh, and in reality also, uh, uh, let me say, making uh, the the whole system more robust. Uh, and so uh, we are currently uh, going on this, and uh, uh, I mean for sure I will keep you updated uh, in the near future for all uh, for all of this. Okay, uh, now let's proceed on the SDK side where we have been working uh, mainly on uh, on two things. Okay, first of all, uh, uh, as I already mentioned, that we are working uh, uh, on the EVM sidechain project. And in particular, uh, we're building a first prototype uh, that integrates the Ethereum virtual machine and Horizon sidechain. Um, in particular, uh, an internal hackathon was run last week. And uh, uh, let me say, <laughs> amazing results were already achieved. Uh, for, for example, one of the things that uh, I mean, we have just seen right now uh, is uh, we already have a shared uh, a shared object library that is exposing already the the, the methods for uh, inv let me say storing a new smart contract 
uh, invoking as new uh, a new smart contract, getting back, for example, the, the, the dynamic fees that were uh, executed, uh, that were sorry uh, consumed, uh, and uh, uh, getting. Uh, uh, let me say, a state identifier uh, that is used, uh, let me say, to associate uh, the state of the virtual machine, so the state of the contract, um, the, state, uh, the state of the contracts with a specific block. Uh, and so, for example, this, this is needed for, uh, how to say, uh, uh, to support block revert. So if you have block revert, you have to, to, to revert also the state of the virtual machine of the contracts, no? So um, we have already a prototype that is uh, exposing uh, um, these, um, uh, that, I mean, these shared object methods and is able to, uh, and showed that we uh, were able to run the contract, make, uh, execute, sorry, store the contract, run the contract, uh, uh, change some values and uh, uh, looking in the state, verify that the state has changed, and then commit the state and get also a state identifier. So this is the first step, and the next step we'll, uh, we we are started working on is uh, uh, invoking, uh, let me say, creating the code, uh, creating the transactions, all the things that are needed on the SDK side. Uh, to invoke, uh, uh, let me say, these shared object methods via, via JNI, and this is uh, and this is the next step we are working on. So uh, I I would say I mean I'm I'm pretty satisfied about the the um, the, the progress there, and uh, for sure uh, I will keep you posted on this. Okay, uh, then. Uh, Always on the SDK side, another important activity that we brought on is the finalization of the next Blaze SDK release, uh, which is going to be version 0.3.0, and which is going to be included, uh, which is going to include not just the C session withdrawal functionality, but also other improvements that are going to list in the release note. Among them, one that will help also explorers to collect fee payments information in a more easy way. Uh, so, uh, I mean, because there is, uh, let me say, for example, the Ouroboros uh, redistribution, uh, let me say, mechanism that we implemented at the end of the epoch calculates the fees. And, and so uh, at the end of the epoch, we have to communicate to the explorer uh, what were, let me say, what is the fees redistribution? Because obviously the explorer have to have a, an updated, uh, um, let me say, situation about, uh, I mean, each address, what is the, the, the amount that is uh, holding. So uh, we made these changes to, to make it more easy for the explorer to keep track of these things. And, uh, and so, I mean, uh, documentation was updated already. So now it obviously uh, uh, covers the latest developments like the C session withdrawal functionality. Okay, uh, also a few updates for what regards the proving system. One thing that we have completed last week is the implementation of the Marlin Verifier gadget, uh, which uh, allows us to perform the succinct verification of a Marlin proof inside the circuit. So this is a, an important piece because it's, let me say, uh, this is, uh, um, let me say, the, the piece that is the core for the recursion, I mean, for, for proof, uh, for creating a recursive proof. So you have a circuit that is able to verify other proofs. Uh, and so this was uh, a quite important step. Um, and so uh, last but not least on the proving system, we are proceeding with the uh, development of the gadget for uh, the polynomial commitments. We have completed the development of the basic verification of polynomial commitments in the gadget, and we are now 
focusing on optimization to verify multiple polynomials in a single length verification. So uh, that's it for today. Back to you, Angie. Thank you. Awesome. Great updates. Thank you so much, Alberto. Let's proceed with Vano for the VD and operations side. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. So as part of our commitment to transparency today, I wanted to let our community know that Paytomat, one of our wallet and point of sale provider, went out of business. And it means that our users won't be able to send or receive Zen using their applications. But good thing is that uh, Paytomat backup phrase is compatible with Sphere by Horizon and users can instantly get access back to their Zen holdings. For very old users, uh, you might find backup private keys as well there, and they are also compatible with our web wallet. So in any case, if you have any troubles recovering Zen from Paytomat wallets, please reach out to us via our support channels and we will help you right away. That's all from me today. Back to you, Angie. Thank you, Vano. Next, we have Lucy with the marketing updates. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Uh, so today, I'm very happy to announce a new team member, uh, Tony Miller. So Tony has joined us uh, um, in our marketing team as our PR specialist. Uh, Tony is a, a public relations professional uh, with many years of experience, and he will help us strengthen and uh, uh, amplify the uh, uh, Horizon brand and messaging in the blockchain and crypto space. So uh, let's hear from Tony. Tony, the floor is yours. Hello to everyone. Um, my name is Tony Miller. I'm based uh, here in Israel, um, not too far from Tel Aviv. As Lucy said, I recently joined uh, the marketing team and with the objective of helping the company expand PR efforts. Uh, some of our initial efforts are going to be focused on widening the distribution of our announcements and uh, you know expanding our news coverage uh, in the marketplace. Um, I'm looking forward to working with everyone and uh, excited about uh, working with Horizon. Awesome. Welcome, Tony. We're very excited to have you uh, be a part of our team and the community. So really, really excited to see our team grow um, as we you know, uh, must grow with our project uh, and we are not uh, slowing down anytime soon. So um, I should be able to announce uh, uh, another new team member in our next weekly insider. So uh, we still have open positions waiting to be filled. Um, the opportunities are uh, um, visible on our website, horizon.io slash careers. Uh, I would love to see more applications coming in, uh, you know, from our own community. Uh, and if you know someone that may be interested, uh, let me uh, let them know uh, that uh, Horizon is hiring. That's it from me. Back to you, Angie. So thank you, Lucy, and welcome, Tony. Uh, let's continue with Rosario for the product and engineering updates. Welcome, Rosario. Hi, everyone, and hopefully you can hear me well because I don't have my usual setup. I'm proudly calling from uh, the Milan office and. Uh, it's great seeing everyone. I'll be here within the next month uh, with the primary purpose of organizing uh, uh, organizational structures as we continue growing the team. I'm just very excited to be here. And I don't know uh, about you guys, but I'm just was blown away by Alberto's speech about the 
especially EVM sidechain and how quickly that's happened. And that's all on the Zendu uh, protocol. So that's such an amazing thing to to see. And I'm looking forward to the um, the the smart contract internal smart contracts team launching the uh, the first uh, first smart contracts on uh, the Horizon blockchain. So that's so 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 exciting. So on the uh, so we will have uh, Victor has posted a an update on the different projects. Uh, we are continuing with the, the zk audit, and that's that's the uh, the uh, project that we've been working with the Celsius uh, partner, and we've been te jointly testing. So Celsius has been testing on their end, uh, and that's just some of the final phases and just uh, uh, finalizing the. The, the explorer that will be hosting the, the ZK audit application. So that's going to be great. And then our, our main primary project that we can towards is this tokenization platform. So the, the side chain is complete. So the, that milestone, uh, we're, we're proud that that is uh, development's complete and it's just uh, going to be packaged. And we have the also approaching the completion for the uh, first version of the web wallet and the blockchain explorer. And in the upcoming uh, week, we will be planning out the V2. So what's the, the V2 component? So we will have a web wallet on that. And uh, GameChain is a project that is also nearing completion and the uh, sidechain and the, the game developer may be doing a little bit of a, may have a little bit of a delays due to the global issues of happening in Ukraine. Uh, that's it for now. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much, Rosario. Now let's welcome Rob for the leadership updates and the Q&A session. Welcome, Rob. Thanks, Angie. Hi, everyone. And like Rosario, let me apologize for not having my usual setup. So hopefully the audio is coming in uh, just fine. Um, okay, so first of all, our thoughts and go to the people of Ukraine, and you know that includes our team members and community members who are suffering right now. Uh, this is the most important thing on my mind, and I would say as an organization. Uh, so yeah, we have a lot of really interesting things going on with technology, product deliveries, and so forth, um, and just a lot of just really cool things that you know I'll, I'll also mention in this uh, presentation. But uh, really, the most important thing at the end of the day comes down to our people, and right now we have. Uh, too many people really suffering, and this is we can't um, gloss over this fact. We can't ignore it. And this is something that really just is consuming, um, you know, a lot of bandwidth right now, rightfully so. Uh, so we want to do everything we can, and what's going on is just absolutely. Um, as an organization, we're deeply concerned and and uh, like really paying attention, and we are in touch with all of our team members. So just so you guys know, everyone is. Um, doing as well as they possibly can. Not everyone is in a safe place, but everyone is at least uh, being taken care of as much as they can. And we'll continue doing that on our, everything that we can do on our end. Um, so uh, on that so somber note, let me just uh, go on to you know a couple of the other topics here to discuss. And on the last, I don't know, maybe dozen insiders, I've talked a lot about our vision, strategy, big projects we're working on and so forth. And all of the things that we're doing to accomplish them. And you've heard a bunch of updates on this call as well. Uh, I won't focus much on that today. And what, although I, I do want to highlight pretty quickly, and Rosario did too, is uh, did you guys hear that whole Solidity Smart Contracting demo that went on today uh, that Alberto was talking about with our EVM and having a prototype? 
because that's that's kind of huge. And that's something that was put together in, I don't know, a month's worth of effort. Um, just really intense effort and really trying to put something together in as streamlined a way as possible, just a demo tech. And then the, the heavy lifting on the integration side is going to kick off. But that's just, I'll, I'll leave it there in terms of you know technology and, and product updates today. Because what I want to do is I want to talk about team culture and uh, you know how we're getting better. Because really, uh, we're, we've built a machine here and we've been around for five years and we've done some remarkable things in those five years, um, you know, really in terms of setting ourselves up for what I think is going to be really important with the industry going forward and where the industry's, industry is going to go. That's what Zendu is all about. And that's what integrating these other technologies like EVM and all the other plans that we have um, are, are all about. Um, but that happens with real people actually doing the work. And the way we get real people to come together and work is important. Our culture is really important to us. Um, so first of all, let me highlight, pay attention to what's going on with the tokenization platform and the EVM project, because these two projects signify in a big way where we're going. Um, so don't just look at the last several years of how we're done things, because several years ago, we had maybe a dozen people working on this project, literally, maybe a dozen people and a handful of engineers. Um, and where we are today is we actually have an institution. We have a global institution with teams now distributed around the world, clustered in a couple of major engineering and R&D centers, uh, and we're moving fast on things. Um, so the two things I want you to take away from the, the tokenization platform, the EVM project, were number one, fast prototyping, but then also working with integrated um, your product teams when, when it comes to user-facing stuff like the tokenization platform. These two things are going to come to define how we do we deliver really important technologies in the near future. I mean, we're doing it now. So it's not like this is something we're prepping for. We're doing it now. And now we're scaling into it because we found a process that works. But we found team structures that work. Um, so what I like about the, you know, the fast prototyping part was the engineering team went out and found EVM experts. EVM experts that are really motivated to work with us. They're just really passionate about what they do. Uh, and they're really smart. They're smart, they're aggressive, and we pair that together with the talent that we have in, in-house to direct them and lead them in the, in the right way. And we came up with a, mon- a, a month-long EVM prototype. Uh, that's pretty fantastic, and it's, it's different, right? I mean, we haven't worked with external parties this well before, so this, to me, is really kind of a turning point for us as a project. And really good for our decentralization of how we do things, bringing in other engineering groups. Uh, now, what we're doing with the integrated product team for the tokenization platform is also a really big deal because this is our first actual user-facing product that we're going live with in the marketplace. So, I mean, and like we're we're making a big deal of the ability to issue a token. Where you know we've said this before, semi-jokingly, you know, the ability to do a token has been around in crypto for a while. But the way we're doing it is important. Technologically, the way we're doing it is important. Doing this with an integrated sidechain. Uh, with snarks, you know, versus just having a single blockchain that has its own native token or token, you know, smart contracting uh, abilities. Um, so, but also how we're working on this is important for us as a project because here's where we have our integrated team with everything from product working with engineering to working with product uh, project management, having in- integrated DevOps, marketing BD strategy team members integrated into this group. So we're doing things very methodically. We map out requirements methodically. We carve out what requirements are going into phase one, what's going into phase two, phase three, and so forth, how we roll this out. We have multiple stakeholders who are participating in how we do this with oversight. So we know that we're doing things in you know a way that makes sense. 
And we're learning a ton from how we're doing this. And since this is, again, our first big deliverable facing ordinary users, um, but other big deliverables, I mean, th that we're actually good at are more on the back end. I mean, we've been a, a very tight-knit group of very talented people who have been able to do things like Zendu, a, a super innovative couple hundred thousand line of code project that's very complex and innovative and delivering that back end. But here, we actually really think about how are users going to interface with this and make sure that we're designing things and implementing it in a way that's fully supportive. It just makes sense. And it will be something that people will want to use. And we're also innovating, not with, uh, you know, version one here, but we also have some pretty amazing plans for how we're going to do tokenomics better to actually make this a very attractive token minting platform in the marketplace, in the broader marketplace outside of Horizon. Even. Um, okay, so here we have to ensure that everything is thought of from the user's perspective. And this is why we, we have wallets, Explorer, web interface, and so forth, all bundled into this one platform. It's not just, you know, a tokenization sidechain, it's that. This is a tokenization sidechain, but with a bunch of supporting stuff that we know we need from the user's perspective. Um, the work is being done in an agile way, two-week sprints, regular deliveries, continuous integration, live environments, and so forth. We're mapping out dependencies, so we understand what parts of the rest of the organization matter for this project. For instance, if there are improvements on Zendi or, or Zendu, uh, or if there are improvements on the SDK core, how do they actually ripple into the product that we're delivering here? We're understanding all of the stakeholders that are involved in this project. So just want to say, what I love about this is the, the fact that we've integrated members from around the world and actually, who normally don't work with each other. I mean, we built teams around the world and we have virtual workers like every other project does. Uh, but integrating this into one coherent group forces us to think about common standards, how we do things, you know, how, like even just the, the mundane things like how we communicate with each other. Uh, so what this means working, you know, or, or what we'll be working on in the near future, uh, this isn't just what we're going to be working on in the near future, I'm trying to say. This is something that we're doing now, but it's also something that we're going to be evolving as we go here. So what we're going to be doing is really thinking deeply about just different elements of the org and how we're integrating with each other, how we understand stakeholders for different elements of, of the stack that we have here, how we define requirements for user-facing versus you know, back-end stuff, how they integrate with each other how they have dependencies with each other and so forth, how these teams are going to communicate with each other. Um, so it's just all about really getting more efficient with how we do things. So, that, you know, this isn't always like that really sexy conversation of, you know, look at this EVM that we're integrating here, look at this other SDK that we're, we're building. We're doing all of that. But really it's the, the grind on the back end, just working together and bringing on new people. Uh, really every week we're bringing on new people now and getting them working well with each other into you know, integrated teams that matters. And this is really what's going to matter for our long run competitiveness. Um, so the bottom line is that we're just relentlessly improving. We're not going to stop. We're just going to keep on improving. And as good as we think we're getting, we can do better. We're going to keep on doing better. Um, so the way that I look at it is it's all about um, constantly identifying or seeking reality, right? We, we all go into everything with assumptions, with just ways of doing things. We're thinking that we're really good, and man, I do think we're really good, but it's uncovering that reality. What do users in the marketplace want today? What do we think they're going to want tomorrow? Maybe what we thought they wanted isn't what they're going to want. Uh, maybe the way we're doing things could be improved in, in a certain way. So really, uncovering reality is what it's all about. And our reality, going from Zencash back in 2017 and 2018, is a much different reality from today with Horizon. So understanding that reality, sticking to it, and you know, constantly evolving to match that reality is really important. 
back then we had small, we had a very small team. Like I said, maybe a dozen people you know, working on this project uh, five years ago. And that lent itself well to working in a particular way, a small group setting and so forth. Now we probably have more like 100 people around the world actively working on this project, like 100 professionals making this project their, their career. And that's a really big deal and is different. Layer around that, a, com- a vibrant community of people contributing in a variety of different ways from part-time to volunteer and so forth. Uh, this is a powerful ecosystem, the way we do things. But the goal is to continue to become an even more powerful machine. Right? It's all about the machine and just improving how we do things. So what, what I'll wrap up with is I'll, I'll say these are all just nice words. And maybe one day we can write a business case study or something like that if this all works out. Um, but you know, you, you have to be thinking, why should you believe me? Right? Why should you even keep listening to this? Well, the answer is because we're already doing it. We're already delivering. Zendu was a really big deal. And soon you're going to see why. In particular, because next up, we have the tokenization launch. This is going to happen. It's already on testnet, actually. Most of the components are on testnet. We're not declaring it officially on testnet, even though it's actually there. Um, you know, But give it another week or two, and it's going to be declared live there on testnet. Then it's going to mainnet. Then a couple short sprints later, we're going to have NFTs on the tokenization platform. Then we're going to have our EVM, and we'll have Ethereum compatibility, and then DeFi fund stars and, and Horizon. Then the real power of the, of the machine that we built, the real power of Zendu becomes clear when you know we're actually delivering multiple projects simultaneously, when we just start doing Zendu improvements, main chain modernization, SDK variants like Lattice, and then maybe interesting things like integrating Tendermint, Cosmos, maybe Cardano's VM. Uh, really, the, the list isn't made up. You know, and this is something we all need to discuss as a community. But the power of Zendu is the ability to integrate many different types of technologies into one coherent ecosystem that's natively interoperable. All right. So that's the vision. That's where we're going. Uh, and the final final bit of uh, you know, news that I want to say here, I, I saved it for the end uh, because this is kind of a somber update you know, from what's going on in the world. But I do want to say that Horizon Labs did its big uh, Board Ape Yacht Club Ape NFT reveal today. So that's something we're, we're very proud of as a company. And uh, we'll, we'll paste the link here if you haven't checked out our Twitter yet. Uh, but you can see where we're going as well with some of the partners we have out there in the industry. Some of the projects we're really passionate about. And this is one of them that we're, we intend to deliver significant value into. Um, so check it out. Anyway, I'll stop there, guys. This is, uh, there's a lot going on, a lot of moving pieces. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rob, for the updates and as well to everybody for contributing with your questions. So let's review the top three. Um, the first one is, what about our new SENI token? Will community receive it as a reward, ratio-based, etc.? Yeah, good question. Uh, so definitely everyone who has Zen will be able to get some, some uh, Zenny token. Uh, that, that's how we're going to do it. So we don't have the tokenomics actually defined yet. So that's why we haven't um, said anything. We're in just a, li- a little bit of background. Initially, we wanted to just have a, a fun demo uh, product or, or token launched with the tokenization platform when it goes live. But then as we were doing it, we realized there's a lot of actual excitement around Zenny. And we realized, uh, you know, we're actually doing this from a U.S. nonprofit foundation. So we actually have to comply with some regulations. And the work that Horizon Labs has been doing for the Board API Club on, on the Ape Token launch actually taught us a ton. And that's actually one of the reasons to do projects like that. Besides it just being pretty awesome working with the Board API Club, uh, we learned a ton about what it means to have a regulatory compliance, you know, call it. Uh, very serious token launch, and we're actually going to do something similar for Zenny. We're obviously not going to go through the full 
because this really is a community project and this isn't something that um you know we're definitely not doing any kind of fundraising around we're not up like an institutional round or you know going on like token list or anything like that to or coin list to, to raise money this is something we're just going to give out to the community and what what will happen again details forthcoming but we'll have some sort of redemption or claim process for the community in particular uh, obviously for anyone that owns zen and you prove that you own a zen address then you're, you're going to have a claim on zenny and from there we'll, we'll have to figure out tbd and other details like do we preferentially reward certain types of stakeholders in the community do we have other types Wait, mechanisms for people to earn Zenny, for instance. The reality is there'll probably be a whole bunch of everything involved in there, and we just need to figure out the, the details. But uh, in particular, and I'm not going to do the big reveal on the really big idea, but we actually have, a, I'll, I'll just say, a really big idea on how Zenny could have massive utility um, in incentivizing uh, some important stuff in the ecosystem. So anyway, more forthcoming. We're going to do this right, though. We're going to have a we're going to have the proper legal structure set up uh, so that when we actually launch this thing and then do the airdrop to the community, um, you guys will actually get something that uh, you know will have a nice purpose to it. Thank you, Rob. The next question is something you already talked about, but maybe you would like to add a little bit more to it. It says, when are you going to open office in Ukraine considering the current situation? Are your current team members safe there? Yeah, so I mean, team members are. I mean, everyone is is. Uh, I'll just say, bottom line, safe. Um, some safer than others. Some have made it out of the country. Others are still in the country, but uh, we're, we are in uh, regular contact and doing everything we can to be supportive and just help people, just do the right thing. But in terms of opening an office, there clearly, um, you know, it's unfortunately a war zone right now. So we're not going to open an office uh, in, in an active war zone. But uh, we're certainly going to continue supporting our team members and community members there. Because what, what is happening is just an absolute travesty, completely unnecessary. Uh, and, and I hope something that the world really pays attention to. I'll stop there because it's pretty depressing. Okay. Um, so the third question, and we have a tie. Uh, so it says, when web wallet? <laughs> uh, so web wallet, uh, I don't know if I want to get a say it's pretty much done i don't want to say done done because you know i don't, I don't want uh you know the team that's working on it to go and be mad at me but uh pretty much done so i actually saw a demo last week uh, looking pretty cool and actually working which is pretty amazing to do something in such a short time period like that so i'm really proud of the team for doing it uh it's going to be a really important part of the tokenization platform you know just having a web wallet where people can you know issue tokens receive tokens send tokens um and zen as well is is a really big deal uh, and, and the team did it with limited resources and just crazy compressed timeline and yeah philip right. must have been around for a while i see philip uh christmas in the chat here saying two more weeks that it's kind of a running joke that was in the early days when we had no idea how to do project management we used to say two weeks for everything and then after two weeks we'd say yeah another two weeks so, but now we actually uh, know how to do PM pretty well. Awesome. And the fourth and final question is, the Ape NFT reveal is exciting. How will that benefit the Horizon ecosystem? I mean, in, in a bunch of ways, not the NFT, but the fact that Horizon Labs is deeply partnered with Yuga Labs and the Board of Yacht Club on building out that ecosystem is a really big deal for us as well. 
And we actually have some really interesting ideas for how you know, Horizon Labs will add value to the Board API Club by building interesting products within Horizon and our ecosystem. So that's the ultimate goal. And when we started working with them, the, the gentleman's agreement was like, we, we don't, we, we're not ready yet to do this in, in Horizon, right? Clearly, we're, we're not in the Board API Club. The you know, NFT collection is, is you know, on Ethereum. So the obvious one was we're going to continue building there. And what, as we're you know, building our relationship and just kind of getting things done in a timely manner with you know, the token launch that they're doing, uh, the longer term goal is to see what we can do in our ecosystem. So the cool thing about this is the Board API Club is expanding into kind of the Ape community. You know, it's, it's going to be even more expansive and more impressive than the already impressive Board API Club is. And Horizon Labs is a very important member of that ecosystem. And we fully intend to build a whole bunch of products within Horizon that just bridge the ecosystems and ultimately provide even more value. So it, there, there are going to be a, a variety of ways that we just have crossover value between them. Um, so anyway, super exciting. And I love the NFT. You guys should check it out. Great. So thanks, everybody, for joining us here at our weekly Insider. We'll see you all next Monday with the latest usual Horizon updates. Have an excellent week, everybody. Bye.